And now let's go back to the Auburn Bank phone line and bring on Justin Ferguson of the Auburn Observer uh, as Justin gets set to cover the NCAA tournament in Birmingham, Ferg. The time is greatly appreciated, and you did not have to travel across the country, nor does a lot of Tiger fans right up the road in Birmingham. How does it feel to have such a close uh, NCAA tournament site as opposed to some of the times where Auburn has gone uh, across the country? Yeah, it was a pretty good, pretty good feeling to you know know that you have NCAA tournament stuff starting today and with practices and and press conferences. And I mean, I woke up at six o'clock this morning and got here, so it was it was pretty good. It's uh, it's definitely something that I think uh, a lot of us will appreciate, and I think a lot of Auburn fans will. And it's just a matter of the Tigers take advantage of the crowd that they should have tomorrow. And, and that is one of the uh, interesting topics for because a lot of things. Uh, have been made about the fact that both Alabama and Auburn are going to be in Birmingham on Thursday. Obviously, they're different sessions, so uh, it's not like Alabama fans can just park it right there and and not move. Uh, But what is the anticipated uh, crowd like? I I assume there will be more Auburn fans than anything uh, for the Auburn-Iowa game, but but what kind of rate and do you you think in which Alabama fans will stick around and go to both sessions? It just depends on how many Alabama fans you know, got all session tickets ahead of time, you know, and <clears throat> knowing that they were going to be here uh, for pretty much the the entire, you know, regular season, uh, they had a pretty good feeling that they would be in the spot. So, I mean, it, it just depends. It just depends on just how many folks they're doing. I know another good bit of Auburn fans have been able to buy up some tickets uh, for the second session, but it'll be very interesting to see, uh, you know, kind of what, what that crowd looks like tomorrow. Run through this Iowa team with us, Justin. Uh, what do kind of some of the an- analytics say about this team? And and uh, if there is a comparison to anyone Auburn's played this year, who would it be? I think there's two comparisons that kind of jump out. First and foremost, uh, I think they are Missouri with Arkansas's length. I don't think they have Arkansas's athleticism, uh, but they're very similar to Missouri in the fact that this is not a defensive team at all. This is a team that has struggled on the defensive end this season, giving up some big points analytically are not great. Uh, but, man, they have an awesome offense, number three offense in the country. Um, in terms of efficiency this year, uh, they put up over 80 points a game. Chris Murray, whose twin brother Keegan, uh, was, you know, number four pick in the in the draft this past year, um, you know, is averaging over 20 himself. Like, this is, this is a really talented Iowa team that played super fast. You, you're going to think Big Ten team, you think kind of that methodical basketball now, Iowa plays at one of the fastest paces in the country. Uh, they spread the floor. You know, they don't have a dominant, like, big, big man. Um, everybody out there is, uh, you know, I think their, their center is 6'9", uh, but uh, everybody out there for Iowa is going to be at least, at least 6'3", so they're long um, at, at pretty much every position. They play fast. They get a lot of shots up. And when they hit their threes, they're, they're really dangerous. Um, when they don't hit their threes as much, uh, you know, teams have been able to kind of take advantage. And so for Auburn, it's, you got to be able to continue to put up that really good defense uh, on the perimeter, um, that three-point defense that they had in the SEC. Can that carry over in a game like this? I think it's going to be a big, big question. Talking to Justin Ferguson of the Auburn Observer here on this Wednesday edition of Sports Call. And uh, try not to look ahead yet, so, so let's look towards – uh, some of the things that Auburn can take advantage of uh, with Iowa. We know that they are not as good of a defensive team, but how does that translate to the way Auburn needs to run offense on Thursday? Yeah, so I mean, I think you've got 
you know, the thing here is that they don't have a dominant rim protector. Um, teams have gotten a ton of their scoring on twos against Iowa this season. Um, you know, it's a huge chunk. Um, this is not this is one of the worst two-point defenses in the country. It's not a good three-point defense either, but I think it's just, you know, the matter of, like, you know, it's easier to score um, from two, and the fact that teams have been able to do it so frequently against Iowa is a good sign for Auburn because we know, you know, their three-point shooting has been better over the last month of the season. But um, that's not something you want to necessarily just put all your eggs in that basket. Uh, for Auburn, Jai Broom is such a key player for you. Jalen Williams has been, I mean, those two guys have been your most consistent scorers. Now, on the other side, Iowa's got their front court is awesome on offense with Murray and uh, Rabacha. Uh, but, um, you know, defensively, they just don't have that, that interior presence uh, that you're used to maybe seeing in the SEC. Some of those, some of those strong, tough, physical defenses around the basket. So, for Auburn, I think run your stuff through Janai Broom and Jalen Williams. Get them opportunities to go at the basket. Um, obviously, you can use your guards and your wings to get to the basket as well. But if you get if you get Iowa kind of trailing and you know really having to you know sink their defense in and really collapse around the basket because they're trying to slow down Janai Broom who is who's bigger than anybody they'll put out there and Jalen Williams who has been such an excellent inside scorer for Auburn um, that'll open some things up on the perimeter you got inside out play you got kickouts you'll be able to get, get your shot so for Auburn it's just can you keep the pressure on with your front court uh, knowing that you have a size advantage there and and you know that Iowa's big weakness this season has been their interior defense. Well, you do that, open some things up for your perimeter uh, you know, offense, and Auburn to be able to put up some points. Um, they're like Missouri, like I said, in the fact that they're also on offense, not great on on defense. The big thing there is is that uh, Missouri tries to get around it by pressuring and, and, and just selling out to get turnovers, double-teaming. I will do some of that, um, but they are not a team that forces a ton of steals. Um, so it is it is going to be very interesting. I think Fran McCaffrey is a really, really good offensive coach. And on defense, I think you know he's just going to try to throw a bunch of different stuff, especially at Wendell Green Jr. and Auburn's guards, to try to frustrate them and get them out of rhythm. Um, but if Auburn plays their game and takes care of the ball and, and gets it to their two best players, uh, they should be able to get a lot of points tomorrow. Uh, has uh, has Bruce been asked about Auburn's inability to close out games, close out uh, close games, or or hold leads? I don't know if he's been asked that, but you know, just kind of in your opinion, uh, what is it that Auburn needs to do a little bit better to be able to close out some of these games that they just have not been able to this year? I think you got to go back to the last time they did do it, and that was Tennessee game. Uh, the fact that they were, you know, down by four, um, you know, with a few minutes left, and they came back and won that game pretty solidly, it's because of their defense. It's their defense and their rebounding. I think when you look at uh, Arkansas, um, Arkansas was able to build a lead early, and Auburn, you know, was able to get that last shot to go down. Um, Auburn just didn't get enough stops. Defensive rebounding and stops are the big thing. A lot of people are going to make make a big deal, and I get it from you know the last second uh, shot attempts by Wendell Green Jr. and the play calls there, and I understand. But if you look at Auburn's games this season, the ones they've lost, the ones that they've blown leads or lost close, um, the culprit has been defense in the last few minutes of those games. Um, so the big thing is, them can you get stops? And you know Iowa. I was one of those teams where they score so well and they so, score so efficiently that they will never be out of the game. Go back to when they beat Michigan State this season, when they hit, when they scored about 40 points in the final two minutes of the game, it felt like. A ton of threes, 
they are never going to be out of it. So for Auburn, it's just defense, 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 especially in a game like this, because if you know it's going to come down to the wire, it's supposed to be a really, really close game uh, in the point spread, you got to do a really good job of getting stops. Um, that's not only you know making them miss shots, but also making sure you rebound well enough to stop them. Uh, they did that against Tennessee. They didn't do it against Arkansas uh, down the stretch, and, and that's going to be a key against Iowa tomorrow. Absolutely, Justin. Talking to Justin Ferguson of the Auburn Observer. One more on basketball, then we'll have a spring football question or two for you. Uh, if Auburn is able to get through past Iowa and to that Houston game, uh, no disrespect to the Norse of Northern Kentucky, but uh, if they are able to get through to Houston, uh, this Houston team obviously has been towards the top of the country all season long. Uh, the, the health of Sasser is obviously a big question, but, but how do you like the matchup for Auburn against Houston? It's going to be really, really tough uh, for sure. Uh, Houston is awesome on both ends of the floor. Got a lot of talent. Uh, they play a balanced, efficient brand of basketball on both ends. There's really no weakness in this team. Um, Sasser did was out there on the practice court today. Uh, did notice that. So I mean, we'll see if he plays in the one sixteen game tomorrow. But um, you know, he 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 at least is out there and then at least gets some shots up. Uh, for Houston, so that's key. Um, but I think, yeah, it's going to be a really brutal matchup uh, if Auburn has to play them. But I think if you're Auburn, you can look and say, hey, we led the best team in the country uh, for 60 minutes uh, of the 80 of regulation, those two games you played this year. So um, we know that Auburn's peak, and when Auburn plays at their best, they can hang with anybody in the country. And Houston is no exception. Uh, I think when Auburn gets clicking, um, they can play with the best of the best, and they have been battle-tested. Um, it's just a matter of, A, can you get there, and, B, can you sustain that when you do get there? Um, but, you know, I don't think this Auburn team is going to be completely overmatched by any means when they go into a potential second-round game with, with, with Houston if they get there um, because they did a really good job against Alabama this year. Um, they beat Tennessee in a must-win game and almost beat them away from home. Um, Texas A&M is as good as, as they come in the, in, in the SEC. Um, you know, they had two really, really tight competitive games there, especially the second one. First one kind of got away from them in the first half. But outside of the Kentucky game, this team hasn't gotten blown out this year uh, very much. Uh, it's a good team. So they're going to have the confidence to think they can hang with anybody. And uh, you know what? The, the other thing is, is that they get to Saturday – you should have a better crowd than Houston does, and that might help you out. Also going on this time of year is spring football, just over three weeks away from the A-Day game inside of Jordan-Harris Stadium. Uh, Hugh Freeze met with the media earlier this week. Justin, what did he kind of have to say, his message about the team right now and just where they are uh, within spring practice and what, and what their guys are bringing to the table right now? I think the energy and the effort and just the excitement around Auburn football right now is a really good sign. It's a really good thing. Um, they are pretty pretty high up in all those categories uh, right now. But, man, they got a long way to go, uh, as, as you said, in terms of the execution and learning and, and installing stuff. So it's going to be a major work in progress, and you're going to hear that for the next several months. And you'll hear that when you get into the fall, too. But I do think there's so much energy and kind of excitement. It sounds like the players have had really good practices to start you know, um, doing a lot of things that the coaching staff tells them uh, to do, and they they seem very encouraged by the results um, that they're seeing. But they're they're not going to lie to you. They they know that they've got a long way to go in order to build this program into what it needs to be, and to build this team into what it needs to be in year one under Hugh Freeze. So um, I think I think the excitement and energy is is a great sign. And in spring, that's that's what you want first and foremost. You're going to have plenty of time to 
work on all the finer details and stuff like that. But, um, you know, he seemed to be very, very pleased with how the guys are attacking practices. Um, and that, that just needs to keep going on. Um, and you mentioned um, execution and stuff during during spring practices. It seems kind of the word is that the sh- the quarterbacks are still kind of struggling um, with their accuracy and hitting their throws. Uh, it said that T.J. Finley um, has kind of had the best arm so far, but um, nobody's really still stood out. So, do you still see that Auburn might um, really try to try to go hard and reach for a quarterback? Um, in the portal, or do you think maybe they stick with one of these guys and just kind of develop them uh, uh, with Hugh Freeze? Yeah, it's interesting because I think you know you're right in the fact that nobody's really kind of stood out. I think the, the quarterbacks have been a mixed bag in terms of their accuracy, um, in terms of their throwing the ball. Uh, you know, Hugh Freeze said the whole goal is going to be when they get to the end of spring practices, they want to look and say, hey. Do we feel confident enough in what we've got right now, or do we need to go into the portal? And so I think that's still going to be kind of to be determined. Uh, I would be surprised if Auburn didn't get somebody in the portal this this uh, this May, just because I think that that would just kind of be the best thing for this team and this program in order to get a quarterback um, and, and, it can, and keep up the competition, or get somebody who could be a day one starter. But um, yeah, I mean, I think. I think the big thing I've learned about the quarterbacks here the first you know, couple of weeks of spring ball is like if you're counting T.J. Finley completely out, don't because I think Finley's had some good days and some good throws. Um, but, you know, it, we'll see. I mean, there's a lot of work to be done with those guys, and we all know, you know, what a guy like Robbie Ashford's capable of, especially with his legs. Um, so, you know, it, it's going to be a very, very interesting battle. I do think uh, it's, it's kind of wait-and-see mode for, for the whole group. Um, but, you know, it's not like – I think – I think the only way Auburn doesn't get a quarterback in the portal or doesn't try to get one in the portal here in the here in May is if somebody blows them away, um, you know, with the rest of spring practices. And so far, that hasn't happened yet. But there's still time for those guys to impress. A quick fun with fur question for you here: The Oscars were on Sunday. You're a big movie guy, and uh, everything, everywhere, all at once won just about everything, everywhere, all at once. Uh, what did you make of the Oscars Sunday? And uh, were you happy that? Uh, everything everywhere all at once racked it up yeah no i mean i think that's that was probably the oscar movie that i saw um that i enjoyed the most this year um there's a couple i didn't get to um and that i'm hoping to like i i've heard so many good things about tar uh that i want to get to that at some point um fantasies of in was was fantastic i watched that a couple weeks ago um so you know love to see that one getting some love but yeah, everything everywhere all at once is just I mean, it was such a good movie. I've watched it a few times now, um, which I don't really rewatch movies a ton, especially like newer ones. Uh but it is just so good, so creative, so inventive. So um I'm I'm happy that it kinda kinda swept the board. I didn't watch um the Oscars. Um, you know, I didn't I was working most of that day and then I was selection Sunday and then uh, you know, caught the finale of The Last of Us uh, right at the end of the day. So didn't get to watch any Oscars, but got to see the results, and it's pretty pleased with what we got. Yeah, absolutely. I think six uh, Oscars for everything, every at once, so, and 11 nominations, something like that. So big night uh, for that movie indeed. He's Justin Ferguson of the Auburn Observer. Justin, uh, the time's always greatly appreciated. What do you have going on with the Observer here over the next few weeks? Yeah, a whole, whole, whole lot of stuff going on right now. So today we had a story on kind of the rim battle between Auburn and Iowa. So if you want a deeper dive into some of the X's and O's and some of the numbers of this matchup, you check that out. Uh, Painter and the guys had a new Friends of the Program episode that came up today for subscribers. Um, we previewed the game through our podcast. We've written about uh, 
you know, the spring practice. We'll have another newsletter out here tomorrow uh, from Auburn about, you know, we talked to, talked to a bunch of guys today in the open locker room and, and got a lot of good stuff from them. So you want to check that out um, tomorrow as well. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's going to be a pretty busy week for sure uh, between Auburn um, you know, playing in the NCAA tournament against, um, you know, Iowa and, and spring football. And, you know, we'll be here as long as the Tigers are playing in the postseason and basketball. And then we switch it right back to football mode whenever we get back to Auburn. So, so a great time to sign up. Um, and uh, we're giving away, um, you know, subscriptions for 40 bucks um, for your first year. It's the cheapest price that we've given. So go to AuburnObserver.com, sign up. We email everything to you, whether it's a newsletter or a podcast. And, uh, yeah, you still got time to enter our bracket challenge, um, which we're also giving away some prizes to that as well. So sign up, auburnobserver.com. All the links are there. Justin, as always, the time is greatly appreciated. I hope everything goes well for you in Birmingham, and we look forward to talking to you again soon. Yeah, I appreciate it, guys. Thank you.